0: Well, as we approach the weekend, thanks for kicking it off here with another edition of the Speaking for Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gamison.
1: Hello, Adam. It's good to be with you. And uh, we are today going to get back to our series that we've been doing um, about things we have in Christ. And today's episode is titled Gifted by Christ. Um, We're going to talk about different ways... um, different aspects of the gifts that God gives us through Jesus Christ as we go through the show today. Well, let's start out um, with a quote of the day from Adam.
0: And this comes from 1 Peter 4.10, as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God.
1: All right, so this this first uh, scripture is a very good way to start our discussion today because it talks about um, we receive gifts and then we are to um, respond to them as good stewards of the grace of god meaning that god gives gifts for us to use um, sometimes we can uh, know them as talents but i think gifts goes a little bit deeper than talents and then he expects us to use the gifts and we're going to explore a little bit about that today and hopefully it will give you a greater understanding of how to apply this in your own life of just um, seeking out the gifts that God has given you and then striving to use them to the most effect for his kingdom. Um, I will read um, these different aspects and then Adam will read uh, the verses that go with them. Um, So the first uh, is that God gives us different gifts.
0: And our scripture comes from Romans 12, verses 6 through 8. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophecy according to the proportion of faith or ministry. Let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that extorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness.
1: And I think the important aspect here, the biggest thing I want to bring out from this point is you notice everybody has different gifts and um, there have been different uh, Bible studies that people have done on spiritual gifts. Uh, There was one program that I went through that I found very helpful about spiritual gifts and I kind of identified um, myself as an exhorter, which means that I um, want to help people grow from their life experiences. And really, that's that's the heartbeat of the Speaking for Him podcast. That's why I came up with the concept for it and why I asked Adam to help me produce the show You know, over three years ago is because I want to help people in their Christian walk. I want to see them um, grow more. And I think that one of the biggest frustrations that people can have is when they look at other people's gifts, And they try to do what other people are good at Mm -hmm. rather than being like, this is where God put me. This is my wheelhouse and, and blooming where you're planted and looking for additional opportunities where you're planted as opposed to always looking for the thing that you don't have. Now that doesn't mean that God doesn't expand your vision. It doesn't mean that things always stay the same or that God never calls you to action, but it does mean that when we, figure out what God wants us to do. And we do it to the best of our ability and don't spend all our time wishing we could do something that we know we can't. Uh, I've probably used this example before, but I will never be a Navy SEAL. That's not on the career list. Um, Probably as a 36 uh, year old man, that wouldn't be uh, on the career list anyway. But even (laughs) when I was 22, I would not have been cut out uh, to be a Navy SEAL for various reasons. Um, but, uh, that just wasn't me. So I could wish all my life that I wanted to be that and it wouldn't happen. But Paul is really outlining in this Romans passage, you know, um, if you prophesy, do it according to faith. If you minister, uh, then minister to the best of your ability. If you teach it, if you, if your gift is teaching, focus on teaching. Um, if you're an exhorter, exhort people, spur them on to good that You know, this is the thing that we need to do is to focus on what we're good at and rejoice in that and rejoice that God made us unique. You know, the body of Christ is exactly that, a body. We need all the parts. Um, And then our second point is they are an important responsibility. Um, And this is kind of what we talked about in the intro, but we're going to go into more detail on it. Adam, why don't you give us the verse for that?
0: Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. That's 1 Corinthians 4, 2. All right. Well, Adam, have
1: you ever dog sat?
0: Yes, actually numerous times.
1: All right. So when you dog sit, what is the expectation of the person that's asking you to dog sit?
0: The expectation is that the animal be taken care of and alive when they get back (laughs) and that I um, make sure that the pet is taken care of. And in a case where I stay at their home, that their home is also taken care of. So they're expecting me to be held responsible and to be trusted with that responsibility.
1: And that is that's kind of what we're talking about when we're talking about um, being a steward of God. Actually, everything that we have on this earth is from God and nothing comes without going through his hand first. So there's a sense in which all of our earthly possessions um, require stewardship in a godly way. But there's also an aspect, as we're talking about spiritual gifts, that if, that if we um, have a spiritual gift that God has given us, and I believe that every believer has a spiritual gift, uh, there's no one that can say that I'm not gifted at anything. Uh, even Charlie Brown is gifted you know I I tend to think of Charlie Brown when I think of the person that doesn't think they're gifted mm-hmm. uh, but even Charlie Brown is gifted and so um, I want to encourage you that there, in in the realist sense there is no such thing as a Charlie Brown Christian uh, we all have gifts we can all um, impart things to others we all have um, different things that we can do and if we focus on other people's gifts, then we are not being responsible with our own gift, which is something that God calls us to do when he asks for faithfulness um, in the stewardship of what he has given us and the place, the place that he has put us. And I really think, as I already kind of stated, that that is one of the biggest reasons for dissatisfaction in the Christian life or life in general, is that we don't rejoice in the experiences that God has given us now. Um, and when we're looking for uh, the next thing that he wants us to do, we're, we're sometimes we're looking for the big thing. Yeah. Instead of being like, wait a second, I have this thing that God has allowed me to do, and I need to continue to do it faithfully. I mean, it's like every once in a while I get a little down because I still would like to work in live radio. Um, and I still would. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But the reality is, that I'm in a pretty unique position to be able to um, put together a show and to be able to come in and record it in a radio studio and to be able to be in charge of all the content and to have someone working with me on it as a producer and a co-host. Those are things that a lot of people can't say, and so I'm very blessed. And so it's kind of like that, just thinking about what we do have and not focusing on the things that we don't have. Adam, do you have any thoughts on these first couple points?
0: It's funny because I'm so guilty of doing that, especially a couple years ago when I was going through phases in my life where you, you so many times focus so much on like your struggles or what you can't do great or what other people can do great that you ask yourself, okay, God, what is your will for me when I can't do these things? And you try and look for that one big will. But you mentioned there's those daily things that God gives you, his daily will. And so many times when we apply our gifts to that daily will, it adds up to his entire will but it's easy to miss that when you're so focused on comparing or you're saying to yourself what, what's that what's that big will what's that big thing am i supposed to be here god and then you just kind of get distracted and and you miss what not only what god gave you but the opportunities that are in front of you there daily
1: and the thing is the, the i'm a firm believer too that the littler things can lead to bigger things you know when we started this podcast three years ago uh, I didn't envision going to Nashville and interviewing Wally from the Wally show, but I, but I did exactly that this past summer. And so you just don't know what kind of opportunities that's going to lead to. And my main goal right now is to continue to develop myself as a crisp broadcaster. So if any broadcasting opportunities do come up, I can be ready and available for them. And also to continue to produce content that will encourage others as we go through this life um all right so we've covered two things god gives us all different gifts um and they are an important responsibility so our third point is do not neglect your gift
0: neglect not the gift that is in thee which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery that's first timothy four fourteen.
1: All right, and we don't know, we're not really told exactly what the gift is that Paul is referring to here, but I think there's a principle that we can impl- we can all apply, because as I said, if we are believers, if we have trust in Christ as our Savior, we have a spiritual gift that God has given us, whether it's giving, whether it's service, whether it's exhortation like I was talking about, whether it's being a preacher, whether it's the way that you are uh, are able to care for children, as a mom, whatever your gifts are, they're from God. And uh, I think sometimes we can think that, hey, if I'm talented in this area, then I can just rest on the fact that I'm talented. And when the time comes to use it, then I'll be ready to use it. And I found myself in this place. But the reality is that in order to be a good preacher, in order to be a good podcast host, I need to be constantly working on my craft. I need to be writing shows. I need to be working on sermons. I need to be listening to other people preach so that I can be fed, so that I can feed others. And if you ask any professional athlete, they will, um, anyone that's worth their salt anyway, will tell you that they put in a lot of practice hours, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: a lot of time on the practice field that you don't even see when you watch games on Sunday afternoons or when you Watch them on the foot on the basketball court. Um, as of this recording, I don't know if it will be true when it's posted, but as of this recording, the Golden State Warriors in the NBA this season are nineteen and zero. They have not lost a game in the NBA season. We're a month in as of this recording, and they haven't lost. That does not happen just because they step on the court every night. right? It happens because they put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into their practice and it happens because the good players on their team want to be even better the next time they go out. And I think for them there is a lot of added motivation because a lot of people said they kind of got the NBA title last year by a fluke because other teams had their better players hurt and they took advantage of a situation. But I think they're trying to do their best to prove that they're not a fluke, and they are so far. Um, and I don't know if they'll go 82-0. and 0. That's pretty hard to do, but they're off to a pretty good start. And usually I don't bring sports into these types of discussions, but I just thought it was a, a good analogy. All right. Um, work on your gift. Um, go ahead and read the verse for
0: that one. 2 Timothy 1.6 says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands.
1: Now these are similar. And I think actually the discussion that I had about, um, about uh, neglecting your gift is more along the lines of this work on your gift. But they are very synonymous concepts. The neglecting is more along the lines of if you have a gift, use it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like this. God called me to preach, and he called me to speak out for him. So if I were to neglect this ministry um, to take another full-time job that might be lucrative but wouldn't be ministry-focused at all, then I would be neglecting my calling before God. Um, I don't talk a whole lot about this. But it is true that there have been some jobs that had the potential to develop that I uh, chose to, to uh, not take because I know what God has called me to do and I know that he will provide me for me in the midst of it. It doesn't mean that if you're working a full-time job, you should just automatically quit in the name of ministry. You need to prayerfully and carefully consider that. But you also need to make sure that the job that you have, is doing more than putting money in your pocket. And it's actually allowing you to use the gifts that God has given you to accomplish the goals that he has for you. Because God's work done God's way will never lack God's resources. And I have to remind myself of that all the time. That's a quote from Hudson Taylor. Can't take credit, but it's very true. So these two, these last two are very interconnected. Interconnected. Very similar, but Adam, do you have any thoughts?
0: Uh, I I think definitely the work on your gift and do not neglect your gift goes hand in hand because obviously if if you don't work on it, it's going to result in neglecting your gift, and that's not going to help any fruits be produced of that. And I got to tell you, in in the busyness of life, it's easy to just kind of get into that routine, and one day you just kind of look back and realize, oh, man, I'm just kind of doing the same thing, humdrum every single day. Uh, even if you have a full-time job or not, it could be if, if you're a parent or, you know, just working or even going to school. You can get in that same routine and put your 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 gifts and even your dreams that may go with that aside. But uh, continuing to find time to work on that and even ask God for guidance. God, how can I grow in my gifts that you've given me? And even if you're not sure what they are, God, how can I find those?
1: Well, and I think the challenge for us as broadcasters, for you on on the radio and for me also as a podcaster too is – to come into the studio with fresh focus, yes, and to not be like, well, I've done this a hundred and seventy right. times, or I've done this four days already this week, because the people that listen on Friday deserve as much of a quality show as the people that listen on Monday morning, and the people that listen to the hundred and seventy something episode deserve the same amount of focus that listened to the twentieth episode, you know. So I think that that is so important to remember that. We need to have renewed focus. That's why we can't come in and lay down 10 episodes in a row. The most we ever do in a recording session, just giving you a little behind the scenes look is two or three episodes because anything more than that would just be flat. And you would know that I wasn't greeting you every Friday, but in fact was greeting you for the fifth time, the fourth or fifth time this day, (laughs) and it would not sound right. So that's,
0: by our 10th episode of Recording That Day, we would come on, give you the quote, and we're out. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Maybe if they were five-minute episodes, but even then, I remember back when I was on radio with some people that were at the station um, a few years ago, uh, I w- every once in a while, they'd have me come in and do a whole week of devotions. And I remember how difficult that was, because somehow I had to have it in my mind that it was... Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or, you know yeah, instead of still that Monday, and I had but I also had to keep it fresh, so you had to be aware of the passage of time that wasn't really passing, and you had <laughs> to keep it fresh at the same time, so it's definitely can be a challenge um our next point is it's not about
0: you ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16.
1: And this is an important one, too. It's not about you. Sometimes we can get into this vantage point of I do some pretty amazing things, and I should get credit for the things Mm -hmm. that I do. and, And I'm as guilty of this as anyone. I've struggled with pride my whole life. And that's one of the reasons why speaking for him is titled speaking for him. Because when I was first uh, working on my website, uh, my web guy called me up and he says, I can help you build a website. So, what do you want the URL to be? Which is the website address itself. He said, Would you like it to be AndrewGomison.com or AndrewGomison Ministries or whatnot? And I said, I want it to be speaking for him because I don't want it to be about me. I mean, obviously, it's a ministry God has given me. He's given me the vision for it. And so he's placed me in the position, at least right now, as a primary force of it on on this earth. But my goal is to have something where people look at me and they see him. And if this ministry continues on beyond my life, then it can stay what it is because it's speaking for him. It's not about Andrew. It's not about Adam, but it's about him. And so that's just a personal testimony on that. And then our final point, um, well, we have a couple more. I'll just So the next one is it's about Christ. So can you read that verse, Adam?
0: And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto men knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Colossians three twenty three through 24.
1: And this kind of is the, a similar message to the last one, but it just reinforces that we're doing things for the Lord. If we're a believer and we want to do things right, it's doing it for the Lord, not for men. Even when we're serving others, we should do it with a focus on the Lord. And this is important for us to realize whether we're, we're in an employee employer relationship or whether we're honoring our father and mother, which doesn't stop when you become an adult, by the way. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of a common misconception, even sometimes among Christians, is oh, I'm an adult, so my parents have no say in my life anymore. That's not really a good attitude to have, and they have good wisdom. I'm sure Adam and I could both uh attest to that. Yes. But um so it's important to remember that it's it's about Christ, and it's it's important for us to keep that focus and then this this third and final point um is you may be surprised at what God does. why don't you read that one now?
0: from proverbs eighteen sixteen it says a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men
1: all right, and so you know this doesn't mean that that whatever you're gifted at is going to bring you into the Oval Office to, you know, speak with the president. However, it does mean that when we are exercising our gifts and doing what God has asked us to do, then we have, then we're on the track to reach the most potential that God has for us. And that doesn't always mean a public ministry. I know that I'm kind of getting more and more public and that brings its own, uh, thrills, but also its own challenges as things go on. But it also means for the stay-at-home mom, you know, she she has a great ministry. Um, You know, if you're a stay-at-home mom today, you might not stand before anybody that you consider great. But as you raise your children and send them out into the world to affect the world for Christ, and they do great things, you are a part of that. Because you have set the foundation, you have planted the roots, and and it will pay dividends if you stay faithful, because God will reward you. He promises that he will. All right, well, that kind of wraps up those points. Adam, did you have any final thoughts on these last few points?
0: Just a reminder that we all have something to offer and to not compare so much. I was... Uh, talking with a friend a few weeks ago about how, like nowadays, it's so easy to compare, especially with even social media like Facebook, Instagram, So you can look at, you know, it looks like, oh, this family is having a perfect family moment at this family dinner every five days, and what's wrong with me as apparent parent that my kids are screaming under the table and throwing spaghetti like a bunch of baseballs? But they don't post
1: the the screaming. Yeah, throwing <laughs> so, spaghetti. Phone exactly.
0: And with spiritual gifts, it's the same way. You know, you might see what somebody does. And it's great that they have that gift, but just because you don't have that gift does not mean you do not have something to offer or you don't have a gift. So excuse me. I hope you take from this podcast that you have something to offer to the world. It's just really seeking God's guidance if you're not sure what that gift is and then finding out how you can grow on that gift. And then like you said, Andrew, just watch God take it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, we just hope that this has been an encouragement meant to you as we continue on in this series about the gifts God gives us. Uh, We'll be back in a few weeks with uh, another installment. Um, I think we have two or three more of these. Um, and may come up with a few more. If if there's other aspects of this topic that I have not covered, that I didn't cover in the initial Gifts We Receive from Christ podcast, let me know, and I'll be glad to add them to the series but um, I was just struck by this idea from one of our listeners and I know she's enjoying these podcasts and I just want to say thank you to her again and to encourage you to share these with your friends and also know that all of our archives are available for download free of charge for your use and you can share them with as many people as you want. Um, And if you want to continue to support us by by prayer. That's great. And there's information on the website at speakingforhim.com about supporting us financially as well. All right. I think that's all I have today. But as I always say, have a great weekend and keep serving the best of mass.